Hey crew, back on the podcast today. I've got Zach Freya here joining me, so I'll introduce yourself. Hey guys, Zach here, so at Zach Freya PT on Instagram. I'm one of the coaches at LiveFit, um, so I've been there since we opened, end of May, so what's that? Absolute OG. Yeah, a bit of an OG. Um, so yeah, getting close to that one year mark, and uh, this is my first, I guess, main gig uh, as a PT and a coach, and I'm loving it um, as... An individual, I compete in powerlifting, which are ballet, ballet, <laughs> and ballet in the off time. Uh, <laughs> so it helps them get really good mobility. Yeah, good for the toes and everything. Yeah. Is that um, a part-time female cheerleader? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a, a story for another time. My cheerleading <laughs> days, but um, yeah, so I'm very in touch with my feminine side as I am my masculine side. Um, <laughs> Oh, that's funny. No, yeah, so uh, you're going to powerlift. What made you get into strength training? Um, I suppose strength training had always been something that I'd like. I was obviously training a bit before that, you know, I was a real skinny guy. Um, and one of my friends was just, it was almost like a running joke we had, um, like, oh, come to the gym with me. And eventually I got a membership, did it, um, and sort of just, as most people do, fell in love with it. And then it was uh, sort of, was always interested in that strength training side of things and so a uh, good opportunity just came up I was going through my post I saw something um, from Ruchi's gym which is where I train at now where my coach is and sort of just got into that got into the coaching side of things and just loved it and yeah I mean it's pretty it's pretty cool to hit you know hit some big numbers and it's one of those things strength you can always I guess progress Compared to some other things like physique and whatnot, it can be hard and you sort of got to really dial that in for different times of the year, whereas strength is always ways you can progress, sorry, whether it's numbers, technique, whatever it is. Um, And then obviously that crossover, I think, into the mental side of it, you know, you build that resilience and that strength mentally, which just transfers into the rest of life, which I've definitely found to be quite beneficial. Yeah, wicked, man. And what, um, like, when you first started lifting... Uh, what were like some of the numbers you're hitting when you first started? Oh yeah, okay. So we did like a like a technical evaluation week. The first week um, I started with my coach um, Elliot. Shout out to Elliot, the goat. Um, so I think you basically do a three rep max. So my squat was I think 130 kilos. Yeah, it's not bad for someone just starting out. Yeah, just started. Yeah. Um, pretty ugly stuff. Bench. Um, 110 kilos, which is that's always been, I guess. Yeah, that's that's quite good. That's good. Yeah, and then our deadlift was 140. Again, pretty ugly, and yeah, it's pretty crazy to think that, yeah, a year and a half, how much those numbers have improved. Yeah, and what are you at now? Um, so squat now overall best was my best is 200. Yeah, Uh, bench press 140, and deadlifts about. 200-ish, 205. Um, yeah. I got a red-lighted 215, but um, that's definitely something I want to try and try and avenge in this comp, you know, 220-plus, hopefully. It's definitely in there, so it's just all about, you know, getting it done on the platform, which which I'm excited about. Yeah, awesome, man. And um, what, sort of, uh, what sort of mental arousal do you get when you um, hit your first 200-kilo anything? Oh, it's pretty, I don't know, it's hard to explain, like, um, you know, it's like, 
an orgasm without the It's like the a mess. raging boner. Yeah. It was like... Yeah, think about like... Yeah, the best boner you've had. <laughs> it's literally what it feels like. Yeah. Man. I think there's, there's something about the squat as well. It's like, you know, people can sort of fake their way through like a deadlift and yeah. stuff like that. But when you've got that bar on your back and you're sinking it... Unforgiving. It's like, you know... You got your spotters there, but yeah. you know you could die pretty, yeah. pretty easily. Fuck, man. I mean, that's a bit, a bit full on, but yeah, definitely. No, you definitely feel like you're yeah. dying. It's, there's no way out of it. Yeah, it's like you know, there's only one part to a, a deadlift. It's just it's the con- contraction. That's it. You yeah, stand that's up, it. right? Yeah, with your deadlift, uh, sorry, with your squat and your bench press, you got the eccentric. And yeah, especially on the fucking squat is when you sink in, and you're unsure whether you're gonna come back up. Yeah. <laughs> Or even sometimes when you are sure you're going to come back up and you don't, you're like, <laughs> what do I do now? You'd be like, all right, well, today is the day I die. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think the one thing is, uh, sounds simple and stupid, with a squat is you just got to just gotta fucking stand up with it. You know, people get too, I think, too worried about like hitting that depth and coming back up. But, yeah. you know, you, that's what you train the whole time. So don't be afraid to go in there and just... Just stand send up and it. just go for it, you know? Yeah, just fucking lick the stamp and send it. Yeah, that's it. It's time to seal deliver. That's <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I remember my first 200 kilo squat a few, about oh, 2000, <clears throat> that's 2017. And um, yeah, I was like, fuck yeah. And I did, uh, I think I did, I did two reps. My first time I squat 200, yeah. I managed to, I did one rep. I was like, fuck yeah, I got a second rep. Yeah. Punch it. I watched back the video. I was like, I know I can get deeper. So I jumped, I had my rest, jumped back under, went to sink under, and I was so confident. I got down there, I was like, I can't get back up. Yeah. <laughs> I had to dump the bar off, and I was like, Jesus. Um, but yeah, you never forget that. I was like, for the rest of the day, I was like, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And a similar sort of thing, because um, mine was in a, in a comp, and you know, yeah. you walk backstage, and there's heaps of people, um, especially some of the, like, the older, older people in the gym, the you know, elite level lifters that yeah. are getting around you saying like, it's almost like you've made it in a way that yeah yeah you just, feel like you've made it it's, a, it's, a, it's a um a big milestone which is yeah I think looking back on it probably my my best lift to date um yeah I mean 140 bench is cool but um there's just something about that, that 200 kilo mark yeah and so yeah. I guess from now it's just building on that and going from there yeah wicked man um and your time because you've been in the gym how many years have you been training in the gym for about two years now like years. training myself? Yeah, yeah. Um, probably a bit longer, probably about four years. Yep. Um, obviously, you know, when you first start out, that first year is always pretty like... How you doing? Pretty how you going. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> ugly stuff, which we'll probably touch on a bit a bit later on. But um, I guess I sort of still recognise when I first started probably training is when I did start getting coached. Because, um, you know, there's no point training without a good purpose and plan behind things. I think it's very important that almost everyone, I think, needs to have a coach in some some form, uh, just have that extra set of eyes. And you learn the most when yeah, you're being coached by someone else about yourself um, and different ways they do things, which you can adapt to your own coaching if you're a PT or later on down the line doing your own training. Um, so, yeah, been about four years training and then... A year and a half now, I've been getting coaching and been more on the powerlifting side of things. Yeah, wicked man. Um, what's some of what's some of the dumb shit you did when younger? Oh, far out. I mean, probably it's just like 
bench day every day, which to be fair, Man, has, it's still bench day every day. It's still bench day. Every day. <laughs> it's just but, sometimes we like chuck some deadlifts and squats in there too. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like obviously, you know, bench day every day. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a bad thing in a sense because I think it's definitely set a really solid base for um, my bench press, but everything else is just lacking behind so much. Um, <laughs> and the lower body stuff and the calves and everything they're still lacking behind um, I think one of the <laughs> I just remember we went for a work trip um, took the crew down south uh, for a couple of nights and um, Lotus our gym manager and Zach were walking side by side and I was like hang on a minute <laughs> A Lotus's calves bigger than Zach's. <laughs> we had to stop and evaluate this. And we're like, Zach was like, you know what, guys? I'm just going to put track pants on. Yeah. I'm going to wear jeans from now. Yeah. <laughs> so you see me in the, in, in the jeans of the beach, guys. Just don't say anything. Like. <laughs> oh, um, fucking hell. Yeah. It's all right, man. Team, I, I, don't really, I don't really train calves enough to fucking have big calves. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they've never, I guess... You know, Stopped you from lifting Never stopped you from lifting Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, obviously... You know, you're the battle of the joke a lot of the time, but yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, um, <laughs> and eventually one day I'll actually commit to it just to see what we can do. And if it's a fail, <laughs> I'm happy to just 20 years later, 20 years later, I'm happy to live life. Yeah, being the small calf guy, fuck yeah, that's yeah. it, man. Team small calves. Yeah. Um, what were we saying? Oh, the dumb shit we did, yeah, dumb shit. I think, yeah. um, this is probably one of the one of the most relevant things because I see it so much. is like I was talking about before that technical evaluation week where we send like videos obviously of your lifts to your coach and never in my life had I ever used a weightlifting belt. Like I had no idea what that were for, what they did. So I'm doing my deadlifts and I just chuck this belt on and then my form's pretty shit. Like so wide, you know, really leaning back. And like the reason I had the belt on was because I almost thought, oh, I want to sort of try and impress my coach, I guess. And show him that I know what I'm doing when in reality I had no fucking idea and you see it so much now um, young guns the, in the gym young guns or what it, chuck just, the belt on just chuck the belt on just fucking do it <laughs> doing like doing like bicep curls with the belt on um, it's kind of like sex it's like the first time you have sex you're like yeah I know how to put a condom on yeah. means I know how to have sex and you go to have sex you're like Oh, all right. All right. Yeah, well, maybe not. Yeah, you can practice all you want. She's like, that's my knee. You're like, what? You're like, like, that's kind of small. You're like, yeah, that's my belly button. You send the video to your coach. Coach's like, bro, that's a knee. That's a knee. Um, Try and avoid that though, guys, sending those sort of videos. (laughs) (laughs) If possible. Fuck it, Al. Yeah. Um, But I suppose that's one of the things, you know, you always see those people with the belt on doing the curls and it's like guys don't be that guy you don't want to be that guy in the gym yeah oh man I'm still that guy in the gym yeah yeah <laughs> it's uh I don't know what people think but each to their own I guess you know yeah. like, if you want to if you want to do curls with the belt on then <laughs> that's fine guys um yeah but that's uh fuck yeah, what's one of the things I used to do um Actually, no, I'll still do it. Max out every session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You, you look, once you, I think once you hit a certain level of strength, you realize you just do what you enjoy yeah. after a while. Once you get like your basic technique down packed, you got a good level of strength, just fucking go for it. Yeah. 
But yeah. um, in saying that, I think that early on, it's really important to Learn. almost max out each session because especially when you first start out, you're capable of a lot more than what you actually think. Yeah. And even now, yeah. um, training years down the line, there's always more you can push for. Yeah. And so I think you hear a lot about people saying, oh, you got to train at RPE 7 to 8 and you can still get gains. Can you imagine only having sex at RPE 7? Yeah, imagine if you had RPE 7. And then just once a year, yeah. long time, you hit like a 10? Yeah. It's like, well, you fucking birthday sex or what? Yeah. Hey, RPE fucking 11. Yeah. <laughs> Every Friday. Yeah. Oh, but, um, fucking hell. And then you, you know... I relate a lot of things to sex, guys. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. it's irrelevant. <laughs> <The> intensity. <laughs> intensity. Some yeah. days you're just not feeling it. It's like, that's okay, man. Just go stretch. Yeah. <laughs> just go cry in the corner. That's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. fuck. But, um, yeah, you know, people are like, oh, you can't train to failure because it's... I don't even know what the logic is behind it because you're going to wear out your body. Uh, central nervous system fatigue and yeah. risk of injury and also being a giant pussy. Yeah, I think, and that last one hits it on the head. Um, obviously, from a bit of strength, you know, you've got to manipulate your numbers and whatever, but... Yeah. Especially if you go, like, when you're in a peaking phase. Yeah. Anytime you're prepping for a comp, you've got, yeah. to, you've got to have it dialed in, you've got to be critiqued, you've yeah. got to manage load and manage mm. injury, risk of injury. That's, like, the biggest yeah. things. But anytime outside of that, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> and even still, you know, you got your, you got your main lifts, yeah. your, you know, powerlifting, squat, bench, dead... You manage those lifts, but accessories, you're still going at like a 10. Yeah. Uh, and always at a 10 because, you know, you've got to be giving the muscles like the stimulation they need. Yeah. Um, Stimulation is important, guys. Um, Especially for foreplay, for f- which yeah. is when the bar is empty. <laughs> when the bar is empty. And the load is ready. <laughs> the load is ready. Just, um, yeah, just don't go too hard on the load. Too uh, early. Gotta... Don't forget your wraps. And your, <laughs> and your belt. And you fuck your way back, isn't it? Oh fuck, that would be the day, eh? <laughs> yeah. um, I suppose. Yeah. What other sort of stupid shit have we done? Oh fuck! When I was younger, um, muscle ups. Muscle. <laughs> I used to think that was so cool. Actually, yeah. Muscle ups. Unless um, you're on like I don't know Cali Beach or something. Or on trend. Or on trend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's time you should really be doing muscle-ups. <laughs> Even still, like, the roof's usually not that high, you know what I mean? Yeah, no way. Fucking hell. What else I used to love doing? Um, taking so much pre-workout, I couldn't feel my face. And yeah. then training, and then not being able to, like, lift a weight again for three days. Yeah. <laughs> um, you Were you around for the original... Yeah, like Jack 3D. Yeah, yeah, 100%. The, the man. Jack 3D. What was that? Yeah. Because like? I was too young. I, I used, sort of, to, just I like used to take it before I used to go to parties. Yeah. <laughs> just put it that way. Yeah. That's what it was like. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like a fucking five milligram scoop. You would like take two of them and you fucking Jack Bourbon or whatever the hell you're drinking. <laughs> You're like, tonight's going to be a good night. Yeah, that was like the party drugs back in the day. Like, oh, you're mate. on that Jack 3D formula if you wanted to if you wanted to send it. It's just, it's not okay. <laughs> it was so fucked up. I remember one session we did, me and boys went in. We were just doing like a to the death on everything session. And um, it's just the, the come down from those pre-workouts. Like, I honestly haven't taken pre-workouts since probably... Probably about 2017 was yeah. the last time I took pre-workout. Simply because that shit was so fucking hectic. 
<laughs> I yeah. was just like, Jesus just Christ. Just cardio. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and coffee's enough now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. No, <laughs> yeah. What else did I do? Um, fuck, snorting pre-workout, that was fun. Yes. Um. <laughs> snorting creatine. <laughs> yeah, taking creatine. Um, yeah, fuck, everything, eh? <laughs> yeah. There's not much I haven't done, which is, uh, yeah, it says a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I suppose, I guess going from that, what are the little sort of things that you see in the gym or whatever that just sort of like, annoy you, I guess, or things that you did maybe look back on to think, fuck, I was like an idiot for doing that? Um, like, I got one. Probably not understanding time and attention. Yeah. And I actually know, probably not understanding the different phases of training, like this is probably more into it, but understanding the different mindsets around different phases of training. So like when you're on a real strict strength phase, the focus is getting the weight from point A to point B. That's it. Yeah. Like just getting it there um, and correctly as possible as per, you yeah. know, whatever comp you're doing or whatever, you know, whether it's a strongman lift or it's a powerlifting lift, whatever the rule is for that lift, getting it from point A to point B is all that fucking matters within, you know, reason of that, um, the rules for that. Um, and then knowing the different mindset when you're doing more hypertrophy training, that's all about time and tension, which usually means you're using half the fucking weight and it yeah. hurts twice as bloody much. Yeah. Which is like a real fuck around, especially when you're a strength coach or like you're a strength, you strength train a lot. Um, trying to understand that and you watch people in the gym like try to lift really fucking heavy but for hypertrophy, it doesn't quite play off. <laughs> it's like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Take that weight off. It's like, you know, focus on technique, focus on time and tension, things like that because yeah, it's just, yeah, it's not going to, it's not going to have the effect unless you're already got that good base yeah line. definitely yeah. and I think um, that's sort of one of the harder things to communicate to clients is just those different phases because you know you get a lot of people that come to you like oh I want to lift heavy get strong yeah, here's um, some Swiss squats yeah <laughs> but um, so they're, they're, you know, they want to be maxing out with those one two three reps straight away when um, you got to sort of build up to that you got to condition I the, guess, body. the body yeah you know, joints ligaments ligaments uh, big ones central nervous system because you yeah. can't always there's days you can't fucking switch on it's like I squatted yesterday and it was supposed to just be like uh, it was supposed to be like a higher rep squat day and I was like oh no I'll go I think my jumps I did 120 160 200 yeah <laughs> big big jumps <laughs> big jumps so I got the 200 I was like first rep was like Fuck yeah. Second rep was like, nah. No. I was like, oh my God. Oh, I'm going to die. It's like 2017. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck man. But um, you get days like that. And I'm saying that, you know, when you are in the high rep range, is when you go, when you switch to a straight out low rep range, it's going to fucking hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, what else? What about you? What are some things you watched over time? Um, oh, I think that the the bar pad on the neck for squats oh the bar pad on the neck I can't say I ever did that just because I don't think I've ever been a little bitch yeah um, but yeah you watch people do it and you're like nah bro I had a client walk in the first squat session we did he's like oh can I grab the bar pad I was like you need a new coach yeah <laughs> I was like I don't know if this is going to work <laughs> I'm like I'm not for you bro <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah man you just sort of see it and you go damn I'm because you almost want to say something, but you don't want to... People just get scared about that sort of stuff. They're like, what if it hurts my neck? I mean, if my 10-year-old daughter can squat the fucking bar with no bar pad... Yeah. 
you fully grown male motherfuckers out there <laughs> can use your set of nuts and do a fucking raw bar. <laughs> yeah, just hit the bar or just squat low bar. Like, yeah, because I mean, like, and I said this, and I'll say the same. I say the same message to fully grown males. I do my ten year old daughter is you will grow muscle where that bar sits. Yeah, which is usually across the traps. And, you know, a fucking good set of traps is a good baseline of structural upper body strength, mm, um, yeah. especially for the upper back. So, you know, unless you want to be, I don't even know, who doesn't have traps? I'm trying to think of a sport where you don't use traps. Um, like table tennis? I feel like, like Maybe table tennis players, yeah, like they fucking, be a bit of trap. man, they'll, they'll like, even dart players would have good traps. Yeah. <laughs> There's not these sports guys. Yeah. <laughs> Cycling, maybe. Cycling, yeah, yeah, you'd be surprised. Yeah, up body's pretty stationary. Yeah, yeah, and because they um they're riding for so long, they they weigh like so little. Mm. They just got these massive legs, and then the yeah, body's always yeah, obviously up body's always like, stationary. Um, yeah, look, there's not many sports where you wouldn't require decent sized traps for structural balance, especially if you're a office worker. You need structural strength in the upper body. Um, so get that bar across your back and just stop that little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I don't know, you don't really see it a lot now is people trying to grow their traps, you know, heavy shrugs, that sort of thing. You don't see a lot of it anymore. I don't know what, you know, people miss those massive mountains going over the neck. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. No, good traps, eh? Good shrugs. Yeah. Where's shrugs are like? Fucking goat exercise. Yeah, that <laughs> they're was just like, shrugging. Yeah, that's. It's not something I program so much anymore because, like, you know, heavy deadlifts and things will build it anyway. And even like, like I was saying, like heavy squats with a barbell on your fucking traps, the muscle has to grow due to this pressure and stimulation. Yeah, yeah. That's what um, that's what I say to people that oh, I want to get like big back, big traps, big arms, and I'm like, squat heavy. Yeah. Have you ever seen someone squatting? I don't know, 200, 240 plus kilos with a small upper Traps. body. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't fucking happen. It doesn't happen. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. um, and that's another thing. Sometimes people are scared of squatting and deadlifting a bit. They're like, oh, you don't have to do it to get big and strong. And I guess you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> a little fly in the room. Yeah, you don't, but, um, you might also lose a pair of testicles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I mean, we're very biased because, you know, we're both... Uh, I'm a... I'm a what, do you, what do you call it? Older, older powerlifter. Zach's <laughs> a newer powerlifter. But, um... What... Squat bench dead is a staple regardless. Like, if you look at even the best... If you look at Arnie and his physique, you know, that dude had a 220 incline bench. Yeah, that's like out. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It was big fucking weights, and I mean yeah. these weren't calibrated plates. These weren't fucking perfectly built benches. This was ratty ass fucking yeah. bars and plates and wooden benches yeah. that were falling apart. He's fucking out there, yeah. bumping out reps of two twenty. It's like, mate, if you want a big chest, you got to fucking lift. If you want big whatever, whichever part, like load is always king. So if you're gonna if you're gonna hurt some part and make it want to grow, you got to shift some fucking load for it. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie Coleman as well, 800 solid ass pounds. Oh man, 370, 370 kilos. It's 370, that? something yeah, like that. Yeah, 370 um, for two on squats. Yeah. Just raw dog. And then he's loading <laughs> up like, he was doing massive front squats as well, like yeah. well over 200 kilos. Yeah. Deadlifts, over 300. <laughs> and then he'd go with the freaking barbell on the back with like, I think it was a 
100 kilos and just go up and down, up and down Bunged. the parking lot, the walking yeah. lunges. Oh, like, mate, yeah. Like, you look at those dudes oh. <laughs> and you sort of think, yeah, you might not have to do all that stuff, but, you know, the best ever. Hey, yeah, they're doing the best it. ever had to use some heavy-ass fucking weight. <laughs> yeah. So, what did Brony Coleman say? It's like, everyone wants to be a bodybuilder and no one want to lift no heavy-ass weight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's 100% true. Yeah. You get those people that, yeah, they want to be there, but they don't want to, I guess, do what it takes to mm. get there. Mm. Um, That's why I liked um, my last coach, uh, Paulie Boo, or Paulie B., um, you know, a lot of his programming was heavy barbell work. It was just old school fucking big yeah. blows, big pushes, big presses. It's just made shifting fucking shifting weight and lo- a lot of it. And yeah, it makes you grow away. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's what builds the big foundation um, for something like you know, if you want to get a big back, deadlifts, you want to build those like big, you know, especially like your erectors and stuff like mm. that. Big heavy deadlifts are going to build that big base, and I suppose mm. a little little isolation movements are what's going to get that conditioning yeah. from a bodybuilding perspective but yeah. you want to get that base and look big is you know there's heavy yeah. heavy barbell movements are going to yeah, get there's not many people that you know squat and deadlift over 200 kilos are small mm. period yeah, there's no. not many people that bench over you know 140 that are fucking have a small chest period Yeah. so it's like regardless of which way you run it it's like you just got to get fucking low and bar especially with guys out there I mean you can do all your box squats you can do all your fucking what other dumb shit do people do? Um, you know what? Is one is those. Have you seen those like all those lat pull down variation things that people are doing, where they're like on a knee with like single arm cable, twisting it in, and all this weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. look, there's a lot of that, eh? <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. Like just optimal way to hit your lats, and I'm like, dude, oh, man, just do some pull ups. Yeah, you've never you've never met someone who can do pump out like I said, ten to twenty decent wide grip pull-ups who didn't have a small back yeah male or female so yeah just old school man fucking run it yeah if you think about like Dorian Yates he wasn't doing he wasn't getting on his knees doing some single arm (laughs) cable pull down he was nah he was just rowing 200 plus kilos off the ground (laughs) he was going to the death yeah he wasn't going RPE 7 or 8 he was going like probably double that and that's again it's an extreme right so if you look at those people they are and that's for anyone listening. These, you know, the people we're talking about, Fiona Weir, they are the absolute extreme of the extreme um, in ways of physique and genetics as well. A lot of it's fucking hard work, but you know, some people genetically can handle uh, a lot of muscle growth mm, and yeah. a lot of fucking volume and load. Um, a lot of things going into it too is obviously work and lifestyle, um, recovery, sleep. Because if you're a busy person work-wise, it's hard to keep up that type of fucking yeah, intensity <laughs> long-term. You won't be yeah. that. 100%. Um, what else is some funny shit I used to do? Um, I think, yeah, just not understanding time under tension was a big thing when I was younger. Because the yeah. first, the first like, ah, it was uh, like a workshop type thing I did. It was like a three day workshop where you just learned about programming and you did, you actually did the programs and the workouts and the different types of methods that we learnt. And so we did three workouts a day over three days and every workout was slightly different and you appeared with a different person um, and just learning the different variations of training there's some there's one that we did it was like you did so it was very high rep like endurance style so you did 30 heavy trap bar deadlifts into 60 leg presses um, and you do it at the time there was other ones where it was like 
you call it energy system training. So you'd do, you'd work up to like 70% on a deadlift and 70% on an overhead press. And you'd superset the two at two reps for as many sets as you can oh, in 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, so it's like old name body and like different shit like that. And you do that like three times a day. It's just fucking, one, it fucks your body. Yeah. But two, you actually learn like so much. And that's for any PTs out there listening is you gotta, you gotta just fucking, you gotta train, man. You just gotta learn different shit. That's yeah. the good thing about having, co- you know, having a coach is you learn so much from each individual coach. Yeah. Mm. Hundred percent. I think it's um, yeah, it's important to I guess broaden your horizon. Yeah. Um, learn different training styles, train yourself different training styles, and that's yeah. why I like training with other people. Um, you know, obviously not all the time because I do enjoy training myself, and yeah, I've got my own goals. But you know, every every now and again when I can, I'll train with someone else and say, all right, man, like, let's just do what you want to do. Or if it's yeah. um, one of the girls at the gym, I'll say, yeah, let's. What do you want to do? Let's do it. Um, and you just see how people train uh, to how the different death. it is <laughs> usually to the death but um, usually to the death yeah. most of the time be to the death <laughs> but because yeah. um, uh, once you go to the death you realise like the intensity it needs to be to feel a certain way then you're like alright which client can I give it to a bit regressive maybe 50% yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and um, I think giant sets are a good one for that yeah 100% yeah yeah some We've, dirty fucking giant sets we can not mean if you aren't familiar with what giant sets are, what's a, what's a giant set, Zach? So it's basically, it's like a superset, but just way more fucked up. Because you're on like, over three exercises, just back to back to back to back to back. Um, I usually reckon five is good. If you really want to, four mm. to five is... What's that chest one we did? going to do it. Do you oh, that, that chest one was cooked. That was like... Oh, fuck, man. What was that? <laughs> it was like, flat uh, barbell bench press. I think we got out like, Hundred or like hundred kegs, yeah. We had hundred flat, yeah. So yeah. I think we started with the rack lockouts up to two hundred plus kilos for rack lockout. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Priming the CNS, priming the CNS, and then it was bench press or max reps at hundred, and then thirty kilo dumbbell press, um, incline press, max reps into chest flies, yeah. into incline push, flies, incli- incline flies, yeah, yeah, into dumbbell, so cable chest flies into incline dumbbell flies into push-ups yeah <laughs> and then we did that like three times fuck <laughs> oh, man that was that was pretty that was so rotten eh? yeah that was brutal yeah that sort of shit you need to recover for like two days from yeah that was yeah my chest hasn't been the same <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah man. that was um that's not the the gas station ready that's for yeah that's yeah like, 100% that like, and then after that we did triceps yeah <laughs> I think we might do yeah, the triceps as well. Yeah. That was um Violent. That was violent. violent. That was like close grip bench mm. into skull crushers. Mm. And then I think we did dips and tricep extensions on the cables. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. So I think that's uh, like again, unless you're peaking for a very specific like bodybuilding comp, strongman comp, strong um powerlifting comp. Whatever, whatever, or performance-paced sport, like, you know, running, whatever, cycling, triathlons, anything where you have to peak, anything outside of that, if you're just trying to put on some fucking mass or lose some body weight, most, like, 95% of people don't train hard enough. And I don't think it's a fault of their own. I just don't think most people know how to train hard enough yeah. with good technique because yeah. that's the first thing. Is one, you have to be, one, you have to be structurally strong mm. to push to failure. Um, and then, two, you need to know 
where is that pain threshold muscle and where is it nerve? Yeah. Once you start pinching joints and shit, that's when you're, usually it means you're not structurally strong enough or the weight's too fucking heavy. But the other thing is like knowing the safe load to use in order to push past those pain barriers is a big thing. Yeah. Something I didn't understand when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> and I think um, the other thing why people can't always get there is they never have that, I guess the individual, whether it's a coach or someone they train with to help push them to that yeah. level. Because yeah. you could do a giant set on your own and... It could be an RP6. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, was, oh, it was pretty easy. It could be yeah. like a, yeah, like a six or a seven, um, but you have someone there giving you the forced reps, you know, yeah. and you get to that nine or 10 and then you, get you do failure and they're like 20 more. And, and like, what? <laughs> and, another 10. and then another 10. That's when you, um, Fuck, man. that's when you really experience it. And I think mm. that's when you actually realize how far you can, you can push yourself. Yeah. Which is 100%. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely something that everyone can benefit from, which is, yes, yeah, so some good advice is, yeah, whether you got a coach or a friend, just, just, do some filthy giant sets and absolutely send it and see how far you can take it. Mm. Like when you're at that 10, just say to them, we've got to do at least five more. And, you know, if you're benching, even if they're doing bicep curls to get that weight up, yeah, all you, bro. All Whatever you. it takes, man. Whatever it takes. Again, because anything outside of very specific um, preparation for competitions or sports, it's like, you got you can, you can fucking send it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> That's 100%. what most people are watching the gym uh, even my own clients and I'm like it's probably the biggest thing I teach is like how to train to maximum intensity for whatever lift you're doing yeah. and uh, sometimes it's not you know it's not always weight on bar uh, yeah. it can just be time under tension it can just be fucking pause reps but if you're using the right weight that just that's really fucking hard yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah 100% and I think um, another thing a lot of strength athletes especially new newer in the game might not understand is your main lifts are important and you know you want to be moving as efficient as possible but you still want to be getting big and strong as possible you want yeah. to be getting like and for your weight class so yeah. especially if you're in a certain weight class you want to maximize the amount of muscle mass you have yeah. and minimize the amount of body fat you have for that weight class yeah you want to be mm. i guess optimizing your your weight because yeah. the the more muscle you have the bigger the muscle belly the more potential you have for yeah. for to generate strength so um, especially for powerlifters and stuff out there, you know, do your main lifts, whatever. But also, once you get to those accessories, just fucking hit them hard. Yeah, and like, yeah. That's when you want to be taking it to that that 10 plus mm. RPE because that's what's going to help you grow and that's what's going to help you progress. Talking about growth, what's the, craziest, what's the craziest amount of calories you've ever eaten? Because you can't train hard without fucking eating hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, craziest ever. I've never, I've always wanted to, but I've never done a big like, you know, see the... Like, 10,000 calorie challenges or anything. Should we do it? We probably should. We should. All right, let's, let's say up a day. We're going to do a day. For anyone listening, we're going to do a video log of a day where uh, Zach and I do 10,000 calories each. Yeah, we'll do Which it. Which is pretty much just going to be Hungry yeah. Jack's. It's not like <laughs> Hungry Jack's pizza. Yeah. Fucking Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Krispy Kremes. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's send it. 20,000 calories between two guys. Two guys and 20K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll set up a day and we'll. We'll just hit it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. That'd oh. be good. Varsity um, on speed dial. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be like Uber Eats the whole time. Like, <laughs> we won't be moving anywhere. A constant like fucking delivery of Uber yeah. Eats every hour. The dude's like, I've been to your house at five times. <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Take yeah. a challenge. We'll have to plan it out. I reckon we plan it out. 
Yeah. Um, Food-wise, what we've got to eat, hit 10K, and then just fucking send it. Yeah, we'll pre-log it on my fitness pal. <laughs> Again, I wouldn't recommend this guy. Yeah, don't do this, guys. But um, yeah, calories, you got to, if you want to grow, you know you got to eat, right? Yeah, you yeah. got to eat. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah, well, what's the most crazy? Because I can't think of anything I've done that's super crazy. Like, like the most days. I've done, the most I've ever hit recorded was 8,000 um, <clears throat> consistently. I tried to do that three days in a row. Shit. Um, all right, my um, mutual mate Max um, likes to do that oh. he's, he's not human yeah sometimes. he's yeah, yeah man he's something else he's got like 8,000 they're like clean calories oh well. man it's it's like, just, bro, it's, what the fuck man what's you wrong with you Max <laughs> <laughs> but I mean look at him he's like he's now about to go compete at WS uh, sorry Australia's strongest man yeah. competition so he's put on size he's put on the strength and he's fucking ready and that's yeah. Yeah, you just gotta do what you gotta do. Man, he does what you wanna be the best, you gotta do what it takes to to yeah, um, to, to get there and get I think that that's bread. Yeah, 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 man, it's um it's crazy, but that's the limits you gotta go to, I guess. Fuck yeah, man. Alright, let's wrap it up there. Anything else you wanna say where you, people can find you? Um, yeah, Instagram at Zach Fry PT. Um, all my stuff's on there. And that's it guys, thanks for listening. Cheers man, thanks for coming on. All good, thank you.